Larceny is a crime involving the unlawful taking or theft of the personal property of another person or business. It was an offense under the common law of England and became an offense in jurisdictions which incorporated the common law of England into their own law, also statutory law, where in many cases it remains in force. The crime of larceny has been abolished in England, Wales, Ireland, and Northern Ireland, broken up into the specific crimes of burglary, robbery, fraud, theft, and related crimes. However, larceny remains an offense in parts of the United States, Jersey, and in New South Wales, Australia, involving the taking, caption, and carrying away, aspiration, of personal property without the owner's consent. By nation. United Kingdom. United States. Larceny laws in the United States have their roots in common law, pursuant to which larceny involves the trespassery taking, caption, and carrying away, aspiration, removal, of the tangible personal property of another with the intent to permanently deprive the owner of its possession. Larceny is now codified as a statutory crime in all U.S. jurisdictions. Under many states' larceny statutes, including California, larceny can include the taking of money, labor, or real or personal property. England and Wales The common law offense of larceny was codified by the Larceny Act 1916. It was abolished on January 1, 1969, for all purposes not relating to offenses committed before that date. It has been replaced by the broader offense of theft under Section 11 of the Theft Act 1968. This offense did incorporate some of the terminology and substance of larceny. Despite the offense being abolished in England, it has been retained in the Crown Dependency of Jersey. Elements Possession versus Custody Larceny is a crime against possession. Furthermore, it has two elements which must be met, the actual taking of the property, even if momentarily, actus reus, and the culpable intent to deprive another of their property, mens rea. Larceny involves the trespassery taking of property from possession of another, with the intent to permanently deprive the owner of that property. To understand larceny, one must understand the distinction between custody and possession. A person has possession of property when he has actual physical control over the property, actual possession, or he has the right to exercise considerable control over the disposition or use of the property, constructive possession. A person has custody if he has actual physical control of the property, but the person who has constructive possession has substantially restricted the custodian's right to use the property. Examples of custody would be a store customer examining the goods of a merchant, or an employee who has been given the property of his employer to be used in his employment. This is to be contrasted to, for example, a person who has obtained actual possession of the property by fraud. Ancient Roman law, first 50 years of written university law, possibly borrowing from Greek law there is no copy of, was laxer about simple possession. It was assumed borrowing if there was no one to ask, unless or until other factors arose, such as refusal to return promptly when asked. Take. The taking or caption element requires that the offender take actual physical control of the property, if but for a moment. Under common law, it was not sufficient if the offender simply deprived the victim of possession, the offender must have gained control over the property. Thus, merely knocking an article from a person's hand was not larceny, as long as the defendant did not thereafter take it. The control must be complete. In a famous case, the defendant removed an overcoat from a department store mannequin and began to walk away with it. The overcoat was secured to the mannequin by a chain, a fact the defendant first discovered when the chain drew taut. These actions were held not to be larceny because the defendant never had complete control over the disposition and use of the coat. 
the taking may be only momentary. In another famous case, the defendant snatched an earring from the victim which immediately became entangled in the victim's hair. The court held that the defendant's control over the property, although momentary, was sufficient to constitute a taking. The taking may be either direct or indirect, that is, accomplished by the criminal himself or an innocent agent. The equivalent term deprive is also sometimes used. To deprive another of property means, a. To withhold it or cause it to be withheld from him permanently or for so extended a period or under such circumstances that the major portion of its economic value or benefit is lost to him, or b. To dispose of the property in such manner or under such circumstances as to render it unlikely that an owner will recover such property. NY Penal L. Section 155.003. Carry Away. Traditionally, a thief must not only gain dominion over the property, but also must move it from its original position. The slightest movement, a hair's breadth, is sufficient. However, the entirety of the property must be moved. As Professor Wayne Lefebvre noted, at its most literal this requirement renders the rotating of a donut a larceny, but not the rotating of a pie, as all of the donut is moved through rotation while the pie's exact center remains in the same place when rotated. The movement must also be an actual aspiratation, rather than movement in preparation. For example, in one case the victim had left his wheelbarrow in his yard. As was his custom he turned the wheelbarrow upside down to avoid water collecting in the tub. The defendant intended to steal the wheelbarrow and turned it over but was apprehended by the owner before he could push the wheelbarrow away. The court held that the defendant's acts did not satisfy the aspiratation element of larceny because the movement of the wheelbarrow had merely been preparatory to the carrying away. Contrary to popular belief, it is not necessary that the property be removed from the owner's premises or be taken off his property for an aspiratation to be complete. The slightest movement from its original position with the intent to steal is enough. The problem is proof. If a person picks up a package of steaks intending to steal them then changes her or his mind and puts the steak back in the meat counter, the crime of larceny has been committed but the state will have a difficult time proving it. However, if the thief conceals the steaks by sticking them inside clothing, his or her intent is rather clear. Of course, there could still be an innocent if bizarre explanation. That said, the aspiratation requirement is not universally required. In People v. Alamo, for example, the New York Court of Appeals eliminated the aspiratation requirement. In that case the defendant entered a stranger's car and turned on the car's lights and engine. The court read aspiratation as merely a corroborative element of possession and control, and thus not necessary to establish possession and control of a car because transportation is the purpose of a car. Turning it on suffices to establish that the thief has taken possession and control. Additionally, the model penal code eliminates the aspiratation requirement and instead requires that the defendant exercise unlawful control. The drafters noted that historically the aspiratation requirement distinguished larceny, a felony, and attempted larceny, a misdemeanor. They reasoned, therefore, that aspiratation was an irrelevant requirement because in modern criminal law, like the model penal code, the sentencing consequences between an attempted and completed crime are negligible. Personal property. From its creation the subject matter of larceny has been tangible personal property, with a physical existence, items that can be seen, held, and felt, or in technical terms, property that has a corporeal existence. This limitation means that acts of common law larceny cannot be committed against land or items attached to or forming part of land, such as buildings, trees or shrubbery, crops growing in the field, or minerals. 
Acts of common law larceny cannot be committed against intangible things, such as love or affection, identity. Identity theft is a type of fraud, or intellectual property, such as information and ideas. For example, if a person stole the Coca-Cola formula, the crime would be larceny, but the grade of the offense would be determined by the value of the paper on which the formula was recorded, not the value of the recipe. Theft of trade secrets would be a different offense. Services and labor, as well as intangible personal property, incorporeal rights, such as contract rights and choses in action, wills, codicils, or other testamentary documents, wild animals, and items having no economic value cannot be the subjects of acts of common law larceny. Most states have enacted statutes to expand the coverage of larceny to include most if not all of the items mentioned above. For example, North Carolina has statutes that make it a crime to steal shows as in action, growing crops and so on. The restriction of the scope of larceny to personal property may have practical consequences. For example, a person may steal a central air conditioning unit by cutting the connections to the house, removing the unit from its concrete pad and hauling the disconnected unit away in a truck. In most jurisdictions, a central air conditioning unit changes from personal property to real property, a fixture, once it is attached to a building. Modernly, severance of a fixture from the realty would convert the fixture from real property back to personal property. However, the common law stated that if the severance and carrying away of a fixture were one continuous act, no larceny would occur. The defendant's actions in this example would thus merely constitute damage to real property, and would further not result in possession of stolen property since no larceny had taken place. However, if the person disconnected the air conditioner, left the premises to find someone to help him move the unit, returned and loaded the unit on his truck and left, the crime would be larceny. Of another. The property taken must be of another. Thus, wild animals cannot be stolen, although possession of a wild animal can itself be unlawful. Nor can co-owners be guilty of larceny. Larceny is a crime against possession. Therefore, it is possible for the person who has title to the property to steal the property from a person who had lawful possession. For example, states provide that a person who repairs a car had a line on the car to secure payment for the work. The lien is a possessory line meaning the repair person has the lien as long as he maintains possession of the car. If the title owner were to take the car from the lion holder this action could be prosecuted as larceny in some jurisdictions. Without consent. The taking must be trespassory, that is, it must be without the consent of the owner. This means that the taking must have been accomplished by stealth, force, threat of force, or deceit. If the offender obtained possession lawfully then a subsequent misappropriation is not larceny.